Now, you need this stuff. Tampa Bay's Tantalk Radio Network. Happy New Year. Live from Las Vegas, it's the Marv Cutler Show. Now your host, Marv Cutler. Wow, you really tuned that up, Pete. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> I can't believe. It seems like I just did a New Year's show uh, last week. It just it just seems like I can't believe the, the year has gone by already and we went to a new year. I'm telling and you, it went so fast. Unbelievable. And next month. I'll be celebrating the beginning of my 43rd year on radio. Unbelievable. Oh, that is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Anyway, I got a, a, a bunch of things to talk about, uh, my special uh, New Year's list and everything. So let me get started here. Um, the um, Las Vegas Little Theater, uh, whether you live here in town or you're visiting, is a wonderful uh, place for, if you like, um, live theater. They did a great job with uh, Joe Orton's What the Butler Saw. Uh, recently, um, really wonderful show, good ensemble cast, and I really enjoyed the, the shows they put on there. Coming up on um, January 19th, uh, they're doing a company at the main stage, and on um, beginning on February 2nd in the Black Box, time stands still. So check out the Las Vegas Little Theater in Las Vegas, Nevada, whether you're visiting or whether you're uh, you live here. This is the uh, place to go for great live theater. Also recently, I, I saw the uh, the Moscow Ballet's Great Russian Nutcracker. This was absolutely spectacular. The only thing I got to say about this that was very interesting: the um, the ballet was presented at a place called Cashman Center, which is adjacent to Cashman Field, uh, where the um, the minor league baseball team plays, and also the new uh, Las Vegas soccer team, the Las Vegas Lights, will be playing. But they're closing the uh, convention center and performing arts center, and that was the last performance um, uh, at the at the um, performing arts center. And uh, I only found out about it by a small blurb in the paper, like a couple of days before the uh, before the show. And they only did one performance, and there was no publicity. No, I I, I don't understand how they did that. But anyway. Um, this, the show is absolutely wonderful. Moscow Ballet's great Russian nutcracker. I really enjoyed the show. And um, uh, hopefully the Moscow Ballet will come in a different surroundings uh, in the very near future to um, Las Vegas or wherever you are listening from. Now, let me tell you about some a couple of restaurants um, that I reviewed this past week. Um, first one was... Um, Lolo's Chicken and Waffles. Hey, Pete, you ever have chicken and waffles? I did. I wasn't a big fan of it, but it was at Chili, so that's why. Oh, okay. That's probably the reason why. <laughs> anyway, Lolo's Chicken and Waffles here in Las Vegas, they they have uh, locations uh, in different places around the com- uh, country. They have uh, several locations at the, uh, in, the, in the Phoenix, Scottsdale area. They have... Um, um, they also have a location at the uh, the ballpark where the uh, Diamondbacks play, um, and they you know they have the locations in Nebraska and then in, in Colorado, and the and the most recent one is the one here in Las Vegas, Larry White's uh, terrific restaurant. Um, so it's really really excellent chicken and waffles. I was matter of fact, there's better chicken and waffles than I had uh, when I was in uh, New Orleans uh, about a year or so ago. Uh, really really good dish, chicken and waffles. I enjoyed it. Um, Terrific! Uh, they have a salmon croquettes that are fabulous, and um, and the the red velvet cake is really really excellent. So if you if you if you eat the uh, chicken and waffles or some really home uh, cooked soul food or or comfort food, uh, Lolo's uh, wherever you're located is a is a place to go. Uh, check it out. Um, another interesting restaurant I went to, and this is a really really good restaurant. Um, I got to talk about. Um, as a matter of fact. They they were so good, they made it to my top five uh, uh, that I'm going to talk about for the year, which I'm going to talk about in a few minutes. So um, I, I actually did knock off one of the other restaurants that I that I, was, I had scheduled for my top five. So 
Uh, anyway, uh, Meso Bistro and Wine is in uh, in Las Vegas. Um, wonderful, wonderful restaurant. Terrific atmosphere. Wonderful service, and and the dishes are are absolutely absolutely wonderful. Like the salad, the insalata mezzo, Arcadian greens tossed with tomatoes, julian carrots, onions, garbanzo beans, regatta cheese, and and house Italian dressing. Oh, unbelievable salad and and the soup. My favorite soup, and they happen to have it there, is a pasta bajoli, and uh, we call it pasta bajoli. And they make it, it's all, everything is homemade there. They make it uh, the proper way, the pasta bajoli with the cannellini, uh, cannellini beans, uh, pasta, Romano cheese, and garlic, and the light Romano and chicken flavor soup. Oh, oh unbelievable. Uh, Mezzo, bistro, and wine. And for a main course, I had the, the most superb uh, sea bass uh, with uh, risotto that, I've ever had it was it was was fabulous, um, fabulous Chilean sea bass, and all the desserts except one I think is made on the premises, and uh, I had their uh, their tiramisu which is made there, which is a fabulous tiramisu. This is a wonderful restaurant. Um, I can't say enough about it, and I'm going to mention them again um, uh, right now because uh, they made my top five. <laughs> That's right. This is um, the time of year when I do my my top five. Uh, restaurants nationally, and um, we got very interesting things happening with my top five this um, this year. Uh, I this is my first time. It's going to be an international top five. We have an international uh, restaurant that I'm going to be I'm going to be mentioning. So it's my first international uh, restaurant that's in the top five, and. Um, so it's a, now it's now the international top five, and uh, and the, for the first time, and I very rarely have an Italian restaurant in, uh, in the top five because I'm very you know when it comes to Italian food I'm I'm very fussy, and uh, being from the East Coast uh, where the where the, the Italian food is like like superb, uh, it's very hard for me to go to other places around the country. But I've found three places that are not on the East Coast. Uh, Italian food. So three Italian restaurants made my top five this this past year. This is this is unbelievable. This is a terrific. Uh, these are terrific finds. So let me tell you about. And I'm going to do these this top five in alphabetical order. So this is in alphabetical order, and uh, that way I, I I don't have to mention which one is better than the other because they're all to me are equal. So I do it in alphabetical order. So. In Scottsdale, Arizona, Cowboy Chow, that's Chow, C-I-A-O, the Italian spelling, Cowboy Chow. Now, this is not an Italian restaurant, although it sounds like a like a, an Italian cowboy. It's not an Italian restaurant. It's Cowboy Chow. It's an American um, restaurant. Uh, they serve an unbelievable menu there of things that you, you won't find anywhere else. So if you're going into Scottsdale uh, area of Phoenix, You've got to go to Cowboy Chow. It's an absolutely favorite, a favorite of mine. A fabulous restaurant, and it's C I A O Cowboy Chow. Next on my list, Mezzo, which I just mentioned, Mezzo in Las Vegas, and Rancho. You gotta, you gotta, if you live in Las Vegas or you're traveling to Las Vegas, you've got to go to Mezzo. Mezzo is an absolutely Wonderful Italian restaurant, and everything is homemade. Uh, Sean and his great staff do a great job, and I, I, I just absolutely wonderful. I told you about it a few minutes ago um, about um, how, how wonderful they are. It's a terrific restaurant, uh, Mezzo. The next on my list is in, believe it or not, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, Israel. My first international uh, restaurant on my on my top five. And the name of this restaurant is Olive and Fish. Olive and Fish. This is a superb restaurant, incredible atmosphere, uh, and a beautiful area of um, of, of Jerusalem. Um, the food is, is is fabulous. It's 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 even kosher. It's a kosher restaurant, but it's 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 not you know it's, it's very wonderful uh, the seafood uh, seafood restaurant that. That I'm sure that um, if, if you're traveling into to the Middle East or Israel, Jerusalem, you got to try olive and fish. It's an absolutely wonderful restaurant, 
and um, uh, that's a great place to dine. Next on my list, an Italian restaurant, Veneto Trattoria. Veneto Trattoria, they're in Scottsdale also, in the Hilton Village in Scottsdale. And um, uh, Roberto, who's, um, who's a native of... Um, of, of Venice serves some wonderful, wonderful food, and everything, everything is cooked to order. Um, spectacular food. This is this is like unbelievable Italian food. Uh, if you're in, in this, if you're in Scottsdale, Arizona, or or Phoenix, Arizona, in that area, you gotta try Veneto Trattoria, 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 in any way you want to pronounce it. Veneto Trattoria, wonderful restaurant in Scottsdale, Arizona. Now, my next restaurant, the third of the Italian restaurants, and the and the um, rounding up my list of top five internationally. This is a restaurant I I reviewed. Um, uh, well, I didn't review this location. They have about five locations in the area in California, and uh, this one's in Carlsbad, and it's um, it's part of the Vigalucci's uh, restaurant group. Vigalucci's a wonderful restaurant. Uh, a uh, great guy, Simone, is the uh, general manager over there, and um, they have, a, uh, like I said, they have uh, five locations. Uh, they they're on, uh, they have one in Coronado, um, Lucadia, um, and two in Carlsbad, and they also have a grocery store, at the, a market in the in in the downtown Carlsbad location. Vigalucci's uh, is unbelievable. When I say unbelievable, this this this, this restaurant, Italian restaurant, is if if not better, it's as good as any any my favorite restaurants back on the East Coast and in, in, in Boston, in Boston. So, uh, uh, Vigalucci is a wonderful restaurant. You got to check it out. Um, and uh, that's my list: Cowboy Chow in uh, Scottsdale, Mezzo in Las Vegas, Olive and Fish in Jerusalem. Uh, Veneto in Scottsdale and Vigalucci's in Carlsbad, California. And I think I have a guest coming on. Let me tell you about my guest. Uh, my guest is here, right, uh, Pete? She's here. Okay, let me tell you about um, Terry Lee Russell. She's the director of Success Center, Inc. She is the uh, creator of the Seven Keys to Self-Actualization, a systematic program for personal and professional growth. He also created the seven key turnkey system for building a success, successful, straight now tongue, hypnosis, healing, uh, coaching practice. She has been in private practice since 1969 and has taught other healers, coaches, and hypnotists to use her innovative me- methods since 1995. Terry pioneered telephone hypnosis, which is now being used by healing professionals in the U.S., Canada, England, Scotland, and Ireland. And Terry and the Success Center Associates, using her system, can help you reach your highest potential in areas physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, and financial. And if you uh, want to reach her, I'll tell you ahead of time before I even talk to her, you can be reached at 800-GOAL-NOW, 462-5669, or you can visit her on the web at asuccess.com. Terry, nice to have you on the show. Thank you for having me on. Okay, let me ask you a few questions. Uh, Tell my listeners a little bit about your background. Well, let's see. I've been doing this since 1969, as you said in the intro. Um, My dad owned an advertising agency for 50 years. He started the hula hoop craze in the 50s. He was Whammo's advertising man. I heard him doing sales and marketing all the time, and he was good. So I know sales and marketing and my baby bones. But perhaps even more important, he gave me a respect and even a love for sales and marketing, which is very rare among the hypnotist coaches and professional healers that I generally work with. It is part of what I teach them when they work with me. Of course, I also do it with you know salespeople and all the other people I move towards success when they come to me as clients. What what is uh, different about your hypnosis method than that used by most hypnotists, probably including myself? Well, I offer a planned multiple session package system for people to reach their highest potential in every area of their lives. 
when they first come to me, we actually do a life guidance discovery session, whether they're a, a professional healer or a regular client, during which we set their goals in order of priority, figure out exactly what steps are necessary to accomplish those goals in terms of hypnosis sessions, books, recordings, coaching, whatever it is they need to get from where you are to where you want to be. It's like a roadmap. You get it in writing. Then through a private hypnosis session based on that roadmap, we instill in the client's subconscious mind the clarity of purpose, the desire, determination necessary to make their goals a reality. It's a very empowering session. takes about two and a half hours. And um, it's basically the most targeted session anybody has had. And I get very good results with it. I'm looking forward to having it uh, on Friday. <laughs> Gee. What, what does seven keys to self-actualization mean? Well, self-actualization is the concept originally presented by Maslow, um, which involves the human being moves from the basics of getting their needs met in terms of breathing, um, roof over your head, closing your body, on up to the higher levels of science and and finding the right partner and, and things like that. And what my system is based on is reaching your highest potential in all these different areas. So we do that through the seven keys. And that starts with the bronze key, which is self-hypnosis. And what I do there is help people learn how to control their emotions, to be aware of their environment, to be more in control of their environment, to, um, to have greater sensory awareness to be able to make decisions on the conscious and subconscious level. Uh, we cover a lot of things in basics of self-hypnosis, probably more so than most uh, hypnotists do. Then we go on to the copper key, which is photographic memory, speed reading, recording, lecturing your mind, everything that you need to become an absolutely excellent learner, including being able to access your subconscious mind just like a computer and use it as effectively. Then there's the silver key, which is creativity. That's to be a better speaker, problem solver, dancer, actor, actress, anything that involves creativity. So you become inspired at will whenever you face an audience, a blank writing page or a blank canvas, if you're an artist or whatever, and do your top-level work every time. Then there's the gold key, which is for physical awareness and control, and that includes uh, rejuvenation, it includes hypnoanesthesia, being a better athlete, anything that involves physical functioning. And we get an awful lot of people these days for health and rejuvenation. Then there's the diamond key, which is for success, removing blocks to success, becoming a more effective business owner or salesperson, or getting that promotion that you're looking for if you're working for somebody else. Uh, anything that involves success, it also involves being able to communicate more effectively, integrating knowledge of neurolinguistic programming, which is what Tony Robbins uses, of course. We put Tony into your subconscious mind or whoever your favorite uh, NLP teacher is, so you can use it with the kind of unconscious mastery that they do. Then there's the Ruby key, which is relationship, and that's based partially on being a fourth-generation matchmaker. I actually ran marriage-minded introductions for 40 years, so I know quite a bit about relationship. And in that, we cover choosing, finding, and attracting a life mate or being in a better relationship with a person you're already married to or having a better relationship with your children or your business partner, anything that involves relationships. So then there's the platinum key, which is psychic development, the ability to um, use telepathy, precognition, psychokinesis, uh, to learn your life mission, going to a time between lives when you know your life mission, consulting with spirit guides, your higher self, the souls will be with this time around, finding out what you're here for and how to manifest that into reality. So it's quite a comprehensive system of hypnotherapy, both for coaches and hypnotists to offer to their clients and also for the client to receive for themselves. What is the uh, mission of Success Center? 
to help the client and the hypnotist reach their highest potential physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and financially, and in the case of the professional healer, hypnotist, coach, to make a very good living doing it. How do uh, healing professionals and coaches using the seven-key turn key system for building a successful hypnosis or coaching practice benefit from it? Well, first of all, they learn how to offer planned multiple session packages. Most hypnotists and coaches that I've spoken to, and we've been collecting statistics on this since 1995, are doing about four to six sessions per client. That's because that's in the U.S., the U.K., Canada, Australia, Ireland, Scotland. It's amazing how universal that is. And it's because they're dealing mostly with presenting issue. The same person who came to you to quit smoking or lose weight may also be interested in raising their income, developing spiritual healing abilities, writing the great American novel. You could help them with all of that. They don't realize it, so they're moving on in four to six sessions. At Success Center, we average more like 20 sessions per client by providing a complete line of personal growth and self-improvement programs. Now, that doesn't mean we take a lot longer to solve the presenting problem. We can do stop smoking in, in two sessions or one session or whatever, too. But the idea is you want to teach people self-hypnosis and the other things they need to improve the quality of their lives rather than just getting rid of the smoking habit. What are the advantage of uh, hypnosis sessions by phone for clients, for, for, for hypnotists using a system or those who may, may want to use it? Well, the advantage for the hypnotist is that you can do it from anywhere. You aren't stuck in a particular location. Some people build a practice in, you know, Saskatchewan, and then they're stuck there forever because that's where their practice is. With this system, you can go anywhere. You can go on vacation in Niagara Falls or build a home wherever you like. You'll never lose a single client that way because you're actually working with them by phone. But it's even more important for the client to be able to do this by phone because they don't have to fight freeway traffic find a parking space, waste a whole lot of their time, energy, and stress level, and then try to have a hypnosis session that's supposed to relax you and then go through that all again when they leave the hypnotist office. I actually had a client in New York, and I'm in Los Angeles. I actually had a client in New York tell me I was the closest hypnotist to her home because she could get hold of me just by picking up the phone, and she had to drive and go through a whole lot of hassle to get the hypnotist that was just, you know, 10 miles away from her or less. So, so how can a prospective client... Away, no? <laughs> I'm sorry? I said I was closer at 3,000 miles away than, than her neighborhood hypnotist. So how can a prospective client, hypnotist, coach, or healing professional reach you to find out more? Well, they call 800-GOAL-NOW-462-5669. And the web address is acesuccess.com. Now, I do want to mention, I, I should have uh, mentioned with the advantages for hypnotists using the seven-key turnkey system, we actually guarantee in writing 25 client leads and referrals a week, and we're the only ones who do that. So that's a very important advantage to the, the professional uh, healer, hypnotist, or, or coach. That's terrific. That's terrific. I can ask you a question. You're in Encino, right? Uh, I have an office in Encino, yes. How long have you been? And this has nothing to do with your, your business, but i got to ask you a question. How long have you been in Encino? How long have I had that that particular office in Encino? I've been all over the valley, from Van Nuys to uh, kids. Uh, the, reason the reason I'm asking, do you remember a restaurant called the Queen's Arms? Oh, very well. I, boy, do I remember that restaurant. That was my dad's client, and we went there all the time when I was a kid. Yeah, because I, you know, I, I just, you know, I, I ask people whenever I meet people from the valley, I always ask them about that because I lived in the valley a um, uh, hundred years ago, and and I remember that that beautiful restaurant with the queen's arms sticking out, and <laughs> when I saw it and seen it on your on your literature, I I thought I had to ask you about that. Yeah, well, that wasn't connected to my being having an office in Encino. That was connected to the fact that my dad was their advertising man for right. a long time, right. and we went in there right. a lot I think that right. when I was right. a kid. Right. He had Doobill coming to him there. Uh-huh. Well, you know, this is, uh, this is wonderful. You know, I, I, I met a couple of uh, people from your, uh, from your um, center here in Las Vegas. I think I met Harold, and really, really a good, nice gentleman. And, yeah. Uh, and a, and a, uh, and a good hypnotist, and um, and 
you know, I've heard a lot of good things about you. So uh, I know that um, um, this is a terrific way of, uh, of producing business for hypnotists and also uh, helping people that aren't hypnotists and want to have some of their problems. So, again, well, your, your web address is to build growth, you know, to, to go to the next higher level of their lives. First we deal with the challenges, then we deal with the growth. Tell us about um, one more thing I want to ask you about before I, I let you go. Um, do you do any any regression? Oh, I do a lot of regression. I do past life regression. I do regression in this life for for get, going to the source of the problem and so forth. Um, one of my most successful regression techniques is a reparenting regression, which actually allows people to create an alternate reality. Um, created by the higher selves of their actual parents. So you can create an alternate reality where your parents fully supported you in success, healthy love relationships, spiritual growth, healthy eating, um, and all of that. And the results are really dramatic because it's as though you were actually raised in that environment and had all the advantages of that. When you come out of that session, you'll remember your actual life that you live, but you'll also remember fully the knowledge and experience you gained in that alternate reality and be able to use that in your real life. And I've seen people just experience changes that are on the physical level, get rid of something that they may have had as a family tendency towards diabetes or something like that. Um, they can. I've had people who had excellent results uh, getting rid of a lot of the symptoms of type 2 diabetes. I've had people who have worked on, on any number of things, uh, relationship situations. Imagine the difference if you were looking at two parents who really had a fantastic relationship with each other as you were growing up instead of uh, a troubled household where your parents maybe got divorced or you were five years old. The difference in your own relationships is amazing. And I've had people do it for sales, for um, business owners who want to, to be able to be like they'd been raised by a business owner, a salesperson, the way I was. My dad was a salesperson. So if you have that background, you're going to be a much more positive person in the area of sales and marketing. You can do so many different things with this. And, of course, past life regression also enables you to regain past life knowledge and experience useful in this life. Um, for example, I had a, uh, a student who had taken this primarily for uh, getting more confidence in himself as, as a speaker, and he was in a beginning speaking class. But it turned out that when he took a past life regression just for fun, he discovered that he'd actually been an elder statesman in a past life. He could speak beautifully, persuasively. And when he started doing that in this beginning speaking class where he had originally been stumbling and stuttering and not able to really speak to the, the uh, class very well, which was what he originally came in for, suddenly he was this magnificent speaker. The teacher thought it was some kind of a, um, a trick or something or a practical joke, and she tried to throw him out of class. But when I talked to her, she understood what had happened, even though she didn't believe it. But she, she said, well, I'll accept that. And she had him helping with the, uh, the other students in the class to speak better. So he I, uh, I, took a, I was in a, uh, a session once on a past life, and... Um, <laughs> it turned out I was a lover to Marie Antoinette. Well, that's interesting. That... Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, think about it's, that. <laughs> it's great. It's great to let them eat cake, right? <laughs> right. Yes. Anyway, it's great to have you on, Terry. Uh, uh, if, if you want to go to your website, it's it's asuccess dot com. Asuccess one word dot com. And uh, your your phone number is eight hundred gold now four six two five six six nine. Right. Thank you, Terry Lee. Terry Lee Russell. It's great to have you on the show. Uh, pleasure talking to you, and uh, I'm looking forward to uh, to meeting with you. I met, like I said, I met a couple other people from your your organization, but we haven't met yet. But I'm looking forward to it. Okay, I will talk with you on Friday, and you'll get a heck of a session. Okay. Thanks, Terry. You are welcome. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. Terry Lee Russell from Success Center. Okay. Now I want to I get a little music to play. Last last show I played music um, from some of the great artists that passed away uh, during the past year.
And um, I missed one. Uh, not intentionally. I just happened to miss one. So I want to. I want to. I want to uh, do this right now. So here's a. Uh, here's the late great Al Jarreau, uh, who we lost this past uh, this past year, along with another late great musician, uh, Dave Brubeck, and his uh, Take Five. But just take five, just take five. Stop your busy day and take the time out to see yeah, that I'm alive, I'm alive. Although I'm going out of my way just so I can pass by each day, not a single word do we say. It's a pair for mine and out of time. Still, I know what I thought for me. Half the tingles down to my feet when you smile, you run to get me. So don't be on my way. Wouldn't it be better not to be so polite? Well, you could offer a light. Start a little conversation now, it's all right. David, take Instead of being on my way, baby, so say I'm on a place to not stand. You could offer me, offer me your hand. We'll be hugging and a tugging, it could be oh so grand. When you take five, just take one, two, three, four, five, 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 one, two, three, four, five. I've received a very interesting book um, that, I've, that I've read, and uh, this is this is a terrific book. It's called Andrew Jackson and the Miracle of New Orleans, The Battle to Shape America's Destiny by Brian Kilmeade and Don Yeager, who are the best-selling authors of George Washington's Secret Six and Thomas Jefferson and the Tripoli Pirates. This is, this is a terrific book. That, um, if the British had conquered New Orleans, they would control the mouth of the Mississippi River cutting Americans off from that essential trade route and, and threatening the previous decades of Louisiana Purchase. The uh, new nation's dreams of Western expansion will be crushed before they really get off the ground. So well, Jackson faced three enormous challenges at the same time. He had to convince President Madison and his War Department to take him seriously. He had to assemble a diverse coalition of frontier militiamen, French-speaking natives, 
Cherokee and Choctaw Indians, tribes that are not aligned with Britain, freed slaves, and even some pirates. And he had to defeat a much larger enemy force that was considered unbeatable, the most powerful in the world in the confusing terrain of the Louisiana bayous. This is a wonderful book. You know, this this was probably one of the greatest generals in um, uh, in, in our history, and and also a very controversial president um, who happens to be actually one of my idols. And I walked that battleground in New Orleans, so um, I was there. I saw the I saw the battleground. I was I walked it, and um, and to read this this book, it's, it's absolutely amazing. So check it out, uh, Brian Kilmeade's. Andrew Jackson, uh, The Miracle of New Orleans, it's a, it's a terrific book. Uh, coming up next week is the um, uh, CES, Consumer Electronics Show, and um, uh, I'm going to be reviewing some products on my next show, but I, I, one of the products I got I got sent to me, um, it's called Sleep Score. It's uh, the world's most advanced sleep improvement system. It's a revolutionary non-contact sleep improvement system that can immediately and dramatically improve your sleep. In addition to more accurately measuring sleep patterns, Sleep Score Max generates meaningful quality scores and science-based advice. So um, it's shown to help you enhance your sleep quality in one week. Improved sleepers increased an average of 45 minutes. So uh, check out this uh, sleepscore.max. Uh, you can go to their website. And uh, and check the check it out. It's uh, sleepscore.com, and um, it's a it's a really wonderful product. And I, I think um, um, you'll really find it really useful if you have, especially if you're having uh, trouble sleeping. You want to improve your, your sleeping. So um, check out um, sleepscore uh, max, and um, uh, I'm sure you'll really be happy that that you did. I want to make a a correction. Um, I mentioned. Um, my last show, I mentioned a, a, a shop that if you're traveling or living in the area, in the Carlsbad area, I mentioned uh, what I thought was a really nice shop. Well, I made a mistake, and it's not – I don't I don't recommend the shop anymore. It's called Old Ireland, and uh, this is not a shop that I, I would recommend um, anymore to any of my, my listeners. So but, uh, I just wanted to mention that, that I did, I did make a mistake, and I hope nobody got anything uh, – in bad situation, but right now he's um, my dear friend, the late great uh, uh, Johnny Hartman, and this is going out to Joy, and here's uh, these foolish things. Candlelights on corner tables remind me of you. Perfume and silk stockings make me think of. A cigarette that bears a lipstick's traces An airline ticket to romantic places And still my heart is wings These foolish things remind A tinkling piano In the next apartment Those stumbling words That told you What my heart meant A fairground's painted swings These foolish things Remind me of you You came You saw You conquered me Somehow 
that this had to be the winds of March that make my heart a dancer a telephone that rings but who's to answer oh how the ghost of you claims these foolish things remind me of you ah, how strange can't believe the deal either. I mean, honestly, you give up Starling Castro, you give up a couple of low-level prospects. I don't know what Derek Jeter's doing. On top of it, it's disappointing because you get rid of a franchise face, a fan favorite, and you're trying to create uh, a fan base down there in Miami with that new stadium, and basically you've cut $265 million off your, off your cap. So 
It's right. disappointing. It really is. The, and, and baseball doesn't and, have a cap. And not, so. and not only doing that, not only doing that, but saying that the Yankees got him. Right. Exactly. And you put him with that lineup with Aaron Judge and Gary Sanchez. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Now I want to talk about some greed. Okay. A couple of weeks ago, I'm going to, I'm going to be speaking on this subject. I'm going to be speaking um specific time because I'm, I watch the games here in, in Las Vegas and I'm and having Pacific time. So, you know, you know, if I say the times, you'll, you'll, you'll understand the difference. A couple of weeks ago, the um, I, th- I think it was the uh, the Pittsburgh game uh, against the against the Patriots, and it was the um, the one twenty five game. That was like two weeks ago, right? That's correct. Yeah. Anyway, very unusual uh, to see a Patriots game here in Las Vegas because uh, the um, the local CBS franchise uh, doesn't. Uh, some reason doesn't like to show Patriots games, but they they, they showed that game, and um, it started. It was supposed to start at one twenty-five, which it did. It started right on time, and the the game before it ended about I don't know about four four and a half minutes early in, uh, before the Patriots game would start, and. Then they um, um, actually no, they 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 it ended up much earlier than that, and they and they went into the ending of another game. That's what happened. They went into the ending of another game, and that game ended about four four and a half minutes earlier than the Patriots Steelers game. And due to the greed of I don't know, the, the the NFL, the networks, the local affiliates. I don't know. Due to all their greed, with four, four and a half minutes of time to show commercials, they they ran commercials that ran into about a minute and a half of the of the football game, which to me is very greedy. But it's the NFL. I mean, that's what they do. Right. So I had to mention that because that's really that that really is is not is not is not good. You know, it's the uh, and and this, and this clown, um, I don't even want to mention his name. The the so-called commissioner. Um, you mean Ro- the the great Roger Goodell, who's making fifty million dollars a year? You mean that guy? Uh, yeah, that's you mentioned it, not me. Fifty million, fifty million dollars a year for an NFL commissioner. That's not even decisive in his decision making. Makes sense. Yeah. Unbelievable, and actually, he doesn't even know what he's doing. He's, he's... <laughs> well, he's just doing what the owners want him to do. That's it. I mean, that's that's your job. How would you like to have that job? You just do what everybody wants you to do, and you get paid big time money. Yeah, like a, like Minx, everybody's puppet, right? Pretty. Yeah, that's it. Hey, hey, hey talking about, uh, but he's not Jerry Jones's puppet. Well, Jerry Jones is trying to get him out of there. Um, right. And didn't and they came to a, a clash and uh, eventually I think Jones will win it but right now it looks like Goodell is the commissioner so we'll yeah, looks that way hey uh, you know speaking of the Patriots uh, I have a question I don't know if you know the answer to this um, about Tom Brady the great Tom Brady but do you think he wears diapers no <laughs> you know he drinks thirty seven glasses of water a day. Well, that's why he's still playing at, what, 40 years old? That's why he's pl- still playing at a high level. He's healthy. So where does all this water go? That's a question maybe you have to ask him sometime on your show or something. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Tom, where's all that water go? <laughs> 37 glasses a day. Maybe he wasn't deflating footballs when he was in the bathroom. Maybe he was just going to the bathroom. Yeah, right, right. Nobody's ever thought thought of that. I brought that up. That's a that's a great that's a great thought, you know. Well, there you go. I mean, that's what usually people do when they go to the bathroom. You usually use the bathroom. You don't go there and do something else like everybody thinks they do. Right. So anyway, Kyrie Irving. He's killing it right now for you guys. Huh? Sorry. He's killing it for you guys right now. That team, Boston, the Boston Celtics. 
look like a, a real perennial team, and I think they can take down Cleveland with Irving. Well, you know, you know, Kyrie Irving doesn't impress me. You weren't a big fan of that trade, were you? No, no, no. I wanted Kyrie Irving to come to the Celtics. I just wasn't a fan because I like Isaiah and I love and I love Jay Crowder. You know, so that's why I wasn't a big fan of that trade. Um, but. I'm not really impressed with Kyrie Irving because, you know, he scores a lot of points. But he takes a lot of shots. Well, it's usually what a lot of a lot of players do when they, you know, he's not really a point guard, he's a shooting guard, and that's what usually they do. I mean, they he but felt, he, misses, he misses an awful lot of shots. Oh, I agree with you on that, but that's usually what superstars do. They keep on shooting until they miss, and if they miss, they keep on shooting. It doesn't matter, so He's a he's a player that definitely takes you to that next level. I mean, yeah, he shoots a lot and maybe misses, but boy, he makes a lot too, and he creates a lot of mismatched nightmares. And I just want to see that team with Gordon Haywood. I want to see how good they could be. And it's a shame he's going to be out for like uh, four or five more months. Yeah, because of that criminal act. Yeah, and that was a that was a hard foul, and I don't know how somebody wasn't suspended, but that was just a gruesome injury. It really was. Right, right, right. and I, you know, I believe that, you know, I think I think uh, LeBron James should be in jail for that one. That's, I said that before, and I and, I'll, and I continue to say that he should be in jail. That was a criminal act, as far as I'm concerned. But anyway, the Celtics are, are looking good. That game the other night against the Rockets when they were 26 points down, <laughs> and they came back and beat the Houston Rockets. That what an amazing game that was. Yeah, Houston's been the story in the Western Conference uh, with Chris Paul even being injured. Uh, they've definitely been the story, and uh, and we'll see how it works out. I still think it comes down to Golden State, um, in the Western Conference. But you know what? I I think actually. Boston has a chance to unseed Cleveland this year. I don't, I don't, I don't think the Celtics have enough. And I'm a Celtics fan, but I don't think they have enough. I don't think uh, Cleveland's that good. No, they're not. But I, I don't, I don't think the Celtics have enough. Uh, but you know, it remains to be seen. I think the Celtics, um, um, they're going to be incredibly great next year. Hopefully, um, that injury doesn't really, you know, hurt him after after when he's when he's when he's better to come back. Uh, Gordon Haywood, and Gordon Haywood comes back, and 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 that unbelievable uh, uh, Tatum will be uh, will be unbelievable next year. It's, you know, look at him now at nineteen, a rookie, little next year. You know, Jason Tatum, what a what a great player he's going to be. Anyway. I hear some music in the background, I think. Yes, sir. I want to... Uh, is, that, is that my old... Uh, well, not my old friend, because he was he's a lot older than me. Dallin Bidle, I don't know. But anyways, it's that time of year. Um, it's New Year. I want to thank uh, all my my friends out there for listening to the show. I want to... Until next time, Mob Cutler, again, thanks for listening, and, and ciao, and Happy New Year. Mm-hmm.